Welcome to the podcast series for the Journal of Neurophysiology. I'm Bill Yates, the Editor-in-Chief of the Journal, and today we will be discussing the article, Bold Temporal Variability Differentiates Wakefulness from Anesthesia-Induced Unconsciousness. This article was chosen for February's APS Select, a collection of the very best original research published by the American Physiological Society. Before we begin, let's meet our guest. Hello, I'm Dr. Apkarian. I'm a professor of physiology at Northwestern University, Heimburg School of Medicine, and I study brain imaging both in human and animal models for a variety of questions. Could you give us a brief overview of the current understanding of consciousness? I suppose at one level, consciousness is a mysterious concept that we really do not have concrete scientific theories about it. On the other hand, a simple general overview is that consciousness requires computation. And the more computational abilities an organism has, there is a higher potential for consciousness to happen. At least that's the general approach that multiple uh, scientists have been pushing, and that has had some traction in the field. What metrics are used to distinguish between states of consciousness? Again, consciousness in a rather simplistic way is going to depend on information and whether it is local information or information that's shared across areas, both of them are viable candidates as some sort of simplistic correlates to conscious states in general. Now, one could be more specific as to what kind of consciousness we're discussing, at least in the context of our paper, we're simply trying to differentiate between the awake functioning brain in a behaving organism versus the organism under anesthesia. So this is, in a sense, behaviorally defined ability to move and to interact with the environment versus the lack of that ability. How can we differentiate between these two states from the viewpoint of information processing in general? And so there are multiple theories on the topic, but all of those theories essentially impinge on our fundamental idea that the brain does two functions at the same time. It represents information and it integrates information. So between these two concepts, the computational tools that we have can explore the extent of which there is integration of information or local representation of information. And along those lines, one can derive both local measures of information. This would be the localized extent of variability of a signal would be the simplest Shannon-defined definition of information content of a local event, a neuron, a group of neurons, in our case, resting state functional MRI activity. And the other alternative would be information as it's being integrated across many brain areas, networks, etc. Again, one could derive a whole variety of measures to look at these properties across different states of consciousness. So the specific metrics we end up using is local variability, which is measured either simply by the size of the variance of any given voxel that we look at during resting state and or the power spectrum of the local signal versus global parameters. This would be extent of small worldness of the network, 
global efficiency and multiple similar related parameters are modularity of these brain as networks. In particular, in the paper, we look at eight different global measures and two local measures and compare those parameters between relatively lightly anesthetized brain and the awake behaving animal. What are some potential confounds for the metrics and how did you control for these? We started with a very simple, naive question of if we simply compare between the awake and the relatively lightly anesthetized animal, we should be able to see both local and global decrease in information content overall. And in fact, we can show that. On the other hand, it was obvious for us, as in these animals, we were actually measuring their respiratory rates and their head motions, that in the awake animals, the head moves more as the animal is awake, while in the anesthetized preparation, the head motion artifacts are less. On the other hand, physiological artifacts are more in a sense that the animal's autonomic system in general is depressed. So without correcting for these parameters, we could see robust changes across a large population of animals within group and across groups of both local and global measures of information. On the other hand, as soon as we corrected both for motion artifacts and more importantly for physiological artifacts, the vast majority of metrics that we're using, their difference between the two states disappeared. And importantly, the only metric that remains significantly different between the two states are the local metrics, both the absolute power, local power of bold signal in the brain and the variance of the signal. All other parameters become indistinguishable between the two states. What results did you find? The main outcome of the study is that at least the current measures that we have for studying information integration across the brain are highly sensitive to physiological and head motion artifacts. And the big majority of brain imaging studies, both in humans and in non-human mammals, have not corrected for such artifacts. And we worry that the claims in the literature in the topic may be a bit over-exaggerated as a result. So that's essentially the primary result that we find. On the other hand, the secondary and probably an important result that we should emphasize is that the local variability of signal is an important parameter that has not been emphasized as much in the past. And it is a concept that is important to keep in mind in that the local variability provides a dynamical opportunity for multiple states to be encompassed and local variability is essential for interaction across regions as well. Thus, the importance of the local signal in consciousness itself is one to pay attention to. Thank you. And the final question is, what are the implications of your findings? Our findings are surprising. We started this project as a relatively simple approach that we had this large data set and we said, okay, can we replicate a large amount of literature both in humans and in rodents about different states and their global and local information content. And we end up with, in fact, failing to replicate a large amount of the literature. And we think primarily our results suggest that one has to be more careful about confounds that can uh, influence especially global signal calculations in the brain. And I wanted to say I would like to thank the journal for 
picking this paper for a podcast. And I want to thank the journal on account of all the students who have also done the work and who could not be on this podcast. I'd like to thank our guests for participating in today's discussion of the article, Bold Temporal Variability Differentiates Wakefulness from Anesthesia-Induced Unconsciousness, part of the podcast series for the Journal of Neurophysiology. <laughs>